Christmas motion to me like, I have the floor. Yeah. I Listen, I feel like a lot of times I open up with something stupid, so. Every time I have a good idea and I'm like about to be like, Chris, I have something to open with. You're like, I have something to open with. And I'm like, honestly, just take me away, brother. And this well, is the one week where your, I don't. Yeah, it's your chance. Do it. I got nothing. Go. I got nothing. I know what we're going to be talking about today, but I have no idea what kind of anecdote I can bring up in the beginning. Actually, this has all been planned, and this witty banter about not having an opening was the opening. I'm just kidding. Imagine us planning things. Yeah, imagine (laughs) us planning anything. We do. It's just subtle, you know? Yeah. Subtle as in, like, probably, like, four words written down about, like... Topics, and that we have to decipher them each week, like... What does this mean? Yeah. I know we've said that before. I feel like we could have had like a, maybe we should start doing this on Patreon where we just take a screenshot of the note that we have. Yeah. And just post it like before the episode goes live Mm -hmm. and be like, do y'all, here's a sneak peek. (laughs) Yeah. Can you decipher what we're talking about? (laughs) Let us know if you'd be into that. It's probably going to be revealing. Um, This is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. And I'm Chris. And only one of us is having the coffee today. Yes, I have to reconcile with the fact that I have a sickness, I have a cold. I thought you were going to be like, I'm addicted to coffee and I'm trying to wean myself <laughs> off. Yeah, um, the caffeine, she's strong. No, um, I guess I have a cold. It's like the world's mildest cold, which is honestly more infuriating than like a regular cold. You think, oh, fuck off. Well, it's like. You think that now, no, but next yeah. time you get like actually sick sick, you're going to be like, wow, I missed that weird hint of a cold that i had as like i only have like okay grossness i only have like a drip down the back of my throat and like i'm getting a little bit more tired easier throughout the day yeah that's like it and but we're on it we're knocking it out because we're going on vacation next week i have to say i don't know if maybe it is this not bad because of our new cold regiment like i feel like we talked about it before when we went to your aunt's house yeah we stopped taking like dayquil and nyquil DayQuil, we're not NyQuil like or like i don't what i don't know what is in that shit but it i honestly feel like it makes you feel it worse. fucks me up it might clear your nose and make you stop like sneezing but it also just like does something to you and this is not like oh we don't take ibuprofen no toxins ah, anti-vaxxer no like i'm here for modern medicine but i am not here for cold medicine for whatever reason it just always fucks me up and i've heard that it dehydrates you and i think that had a key role in when i got really dehydrated and yeah. so we've just been going a little bit more of a natural route with our colds, but we also take Zycam, which is not natural. Yeah, it's Zycam, elderberry, electrolyte water, soup, and... Uh, the oregano pills. Oregano pills. And it fucking works. It works. I don't I don't know what to say. Like, this cold is very manageable, and I don't know if it's because of that or because it's just a weak one, but it's... I love that stuff. It makes me feel like I can... Like, feel better, but then also get shit done. Yeah, like, I don't feel like I'm dying. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just hoping that I don't get it, but I've been taking Airborne, which also not natural. Yes. Like, she's not. Um, Because I don't want to get sick, but I also know that if I do get this, it clearly isn't that big of a deal. But knowing me, every time I get something that you have gotten first, it always hits me worse. It's had time to, like, really ramp up inside my body. She got stronger. I don't understand it. 
So he's got some tea. Yes, I have green tea. You've got coffee. That's probably like three hours old. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I've been drinking it all afternoon, but it's fine because we're sitting in our sunroom today and it is sunny as fuck. It is a sunroom because there is sun Chris today. is shirtless like he's trying to get a tan or something in here. Listen, I was wearing a sweater and then I walked home and I got really warm and so I just took off the sweater and I feel great now. I just wonder if people can like hear your nipples being present. Wow. That's what I want to know. Thank God we don't do a video show, actually. <laughs> we literally, that's half the reason why we can't is because one of us is really underdressed every time we record. Usually both of us extremely So that's, that's that on that, but it's like, we're already in mid-April, y'all, which I feel like 2019, excuse me, 20 by teen, yeah. um, which I feel like people said for like a month and then we forgot, which is by erasure. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, is going really fast. Like, 2018, in my opinion, was the world's slowest fucking year. Yeah. 2019's going. is going, I'd say right now it's going pretty fucking great, so uh, it's going fast. Yeah. I had, like, a deep depression. Isn't that life? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm better? No. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about mental health today because we have a lot of updates. Yeah. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, next week we will still have a show, but we will be in oregon because we're going to bend chris has never been before the I've only been. reason we're going is to see the last blockbuster you couldn't even I, choke that out I, I got halfway through blockbuster and i was like is that actually the right name which oh, is like wow hollywood that video f- that figment of my brain is just dying like we watched <laughs> sisterhood of the traveling pants because it was on netflix and I hadn't seen, I probably only seen, well, I had never seen the sec, uh, the second movie. Never saw that one. I just want to know where you got to this point from. There's a video store in the oh, sequel. Okay. okay. <laughs> but uh, it had been like a hundred years since I'd seen the first one. And I probably only seen it once. And I, we watched that and then we watched the sequel together, both not having seen it. And there's like a video store in it. And it just took me back to a place yeah. of like buying a dvd but we're gonna go to it because when we were in bend last time you weren't there but i don't even think at that point it was technically the only one no there was still one in alaska (laughs) yeah but that close so now this is officially the last one and that is on our list of things to do when we go it's so stupid but i just want to walk in there and like it's a vestige of my childhood like memorabilia to buy i will buy something i want a a t-shirt or a t-shirt yeah (laughs) the fact that like I don't know. It's just funny. I wonder, like, if they actually do well because it is the last one. You know, like if business is good or if it's just gonna be a museum. Probably didn't do as well because it's Alaska. Yeah, that's kind of far away. But Oregon's a little bit more attainable. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna go there. They should just make it a museum. I'm sure when we uh, come back from Bend, we'll have a nice long discussion of all all the sights and sounds, sounds, yeah, smells and tastes. Yes. Every sense will be heightened on that trip. Wow. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. I've been looking forward to this since we booked it. Um, so I'm just kind of like in pre-vacation mode where I'm getting everything done and like trying really hard not to be like, ha fuck it all. We're going away. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like cramming in a whole bunch of shit at work right now because. Yeah. You have like a big project that's like yeah, due that week, which like is like deadlines shitty. for things that like I'm going to be away for. So I have to get it done before I'm gone. Um, so yes. that's 
fun, but whatever. It's okay because tourist season's about to come in hot. Yes. And tourist season is the season of getting shit done. So, and you'll feel it. Yeah. <laughs> you will. And I mean, when we come back, like, yeah, we don't really have much going on in our lives for May. So, like, May is the empty month, but it's the month of me needing to get a lot of shit done because June's going to be hectic. Yeah. Yeah. But regardless, let's talk about some update Aronis on our ends because i feel like we haven't really talked that much about this is what we like to call the like the checkup episode yeah sure yeah i uh, i mean like it feels weird but like a lot of people say that they listen along and they like find inspiration from our stories of this and so that feels weird that people are being inspired by my actions but also hey i feel that yeah (laughs) it does feel weird I, have, I worry. I have power. Stop it. <laughs> no. Use it for good. Yeah. Um, this is the moment in the superhero movie when I go bad. True. Yeah. Too much power. Great responsibility. Okay. You um, become the villain. <laughs> What's the line? Live long enough, enough to, to fucking fuck. Anyway. You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. The, I wish you guys could see the like... The vigor I just had. Yeah, the triumph that. in his face. <laughs> yeah, because it's like I was having trouble remembering, and then it just it came to me. We're gonna be watching because we watched the new Star Wars trailer. It's totally off topic, but um, yeah, mental health, man. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so it references the prequels that I have not seen. Yes. So our goal for this weekend, or whenever we have time, honestly, I have no idea. We're gonna watch the prequels and probably the originals. Like, do it the yeah. We're gonna do right now. We're gonna way. do a whole run through. I think of all the movies because we can do them in chronological order up until this will be the last one. Yeah, I am excited though. Yeah, me too. I like to enjoy Star Wars at a distance. Yes, I watch the movies. And that's usually as far as I go. I play some video games too, but that's as far as I go because that's one of the worst communities on the internet. Yes. So, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know in the trailer where Ray like flips upside down Matrix style and like zooms over that like fighter jet? Yeah. So I think it was Connor Manning. They posted like, <laughs> it was like Ray was um, me and yeah. then the jet was Star Wars discourse <laughs> and just like completely avoiding it. <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah, I feel that. So anyway, anyway, that's back, like that's the topical news for this episode. Back on topic. Also, last while we're in uh, media, it's media. Okay. There was no Animal Crossing announcement at all near Tax Day. Listen, and I'm the just anniversary. like, I'm not gonna believe anytime anybody says anything until it's literally Nintendo. And people have said there's like a coming soon page on Nintendo's website. And so I have not seen before and after pictures of like it having Animal Crossing and then it going away. So no one has been able to confirm to me that Animal Crossing ever was on the coming soon page. But every other game like Pokemon and shit that's coming out in 2019 is listed. But it's not there. Also, Luigi's Mansion is not there. The new one. Um, And so people think that they were removed, but I haven't seen any evidence that they were ever on the list. But it would make no sense that they weren't on the list. Um, so I swear to God, those games were fucking delayed. I'm going to be very it's really sad. <laughs> unlike Nintendo to do that. Cries in Metroid. I don't know. I don't give a fuck about that game. But <laughs> why are you bringing Twitter memes to my podcast? I, <laughs> that's a good question. Anyway, um, mental health update, Arini. Chris, why don't you start us off because you made some moves today. 
as in I stopped going to therapy. Yes. Today was my last day that I went. Yes. And it was, it's a big moment. You know, I basically for like the past few weeks, I felt like I wasn't getting much out of going anymore and I didn't feel like I needed to be there anymore. And so then I talked it out and I decided that at this at this moment in time, I don't need to be there anymore. And this is a decision that I've never made. I've just ghosted. Yeah. I had a therapist in Pennsylvania that I just ghosted. And then they never checked in on me, and which is alarming. What, yeah, I don't know what protocol is, but like I would assume it's like checking in. Considering like when I'm filling out the forms in the beginning, it was like, are you suicidal? Like 1 to 10. It was like a 10. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. like, mm, they probably should have checked in on me. Um... That's PA therapy. <laughs> but um, I basically, I've been with my therapist for like six months. And over that time, I learned a lot of things. My current therapist, because I had one beforehand for like a few months, but then they left. And right. if you remember, if you've been listening for a while, then I was out of therapy for like a month and a half while I was waiting for a new one to come. Turns out it was a great thing to happen because I loved my new therapist. And... Um, that is really awesome. Though. I know it's really great, and so that's I, how I'm feeling right now with my interim therapist because mm-hmm. I really do like her. Yeah, and I'm lucky because <laughs> I was worried. Yeah, yeah. So I basically realized I've learned everything. Uh, not everything. I've learned a lot of stuff about myself, and when it comes to like handling my anxiety and the way that I process that anxiety and exhibit that anxiety outward like i've learned essentially what things trigger my anxiety what where my anxieties are coming from yeah and what my anxiety is trying to tell me Mm -hmm. and realizing that you want you want to keep anxiety around like you don't want it to be completely gone from you because there is that's when you're reckless yeah that's a there's benefit to anxiety in that it it is your brain's decision to tell you like you should be alert right now there's something that could harm you i think of it as like your brain's security system like the emotions that like a lot of people online will like tell you to just fucking ignore like stop having emotions like anger is your body having the power to express something that is upsetting you. Yeah. And sadness is your body saying that you need comfort and then anxiety is telling you that like you should be on alert and like realizing just that needs to be balanced and yeah, just, expressed in healthy anxiety ways. Anxiety can get in the way and it can be too overprotective of you and prevent you from doing things. Enter me. Yes. And you at a point. Yeah. And so, and then my anxiety can quickly tie in with like anger and stuff, um, which is a big problem that I realized that I had. And But that was like the way that you expressed your anxiety was through anger. And so now I just, I have much more of an understanding of just like everything that like triggers my anxiety and how I'm processing it to where I just feel like I can go about my day-to-day life handling it, essentially. And there's so many things that, like, aren't, like, quote-unquote fixed because you're not going to, like, fix it all. Again, like, you're going to have anxieties and stuff. And 
Like, there's still things in my life that, like, might seem like they're out of place, but I'm okay with where things are. I will say as a... I won't. I wouldn't call myself an outsider because, like, we're. But I you're live not in with my you. Head. I've been yeah. living with you for fucking like ten years. You know what I mean? Like, it's. Yeah. I'm not like an outsider, but like as someone who is not inside your brain, I have seen like, and I'm not gonna like out all the ways that like you've changed because I know you're not. You're kind of being vague for a reason. Like, you don't yes. have to go into all the details yeah. of like what you've worked on specifically, but like from me. Like, I've seen, like, a massive change in not only, like, the way that you handle, like, stressful situations. That's, like, where it really shines for me. Like, stressful situations and, like, situations where I know you are anxious, but you're you're just a lot more, like, in control of, like... It. And also, you're a little bit more, like... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, not optimistic, but a little bit, but also just kind of, like... Things that are out of your control, I feel like that's where you have, like, a tendency to be really pretty anxious. And I feel like you're, those situations now, you're, like, a lot better just being, like, this is a shitty situation. This is a stressful situation. But, like, it's out of my yeah. hands, brother. You know what I mean? Like, normally you would be, like, all about trying to fix <sighs> that, that shit. That's and stressing yourself out. A big thing that I learned is that, like, you know, society and toxic masculinity, like, super influenced me and like affected me and that's one of those things is like the constant need to be a fixer and like just have the answer seeing a problem as just like okay here's the problem what's the solution let's do that fix it and then move on from it it's like a black and white existence there's not a lot of like room for like a gray emotional area area yeah yeah and so that was something that i really struggle with and so now I do feel like I'm at a better spot with that, like yeah. you said. You know? No, absolutely. And, like, other things, too, that we don't have to get into. But, I mean, fuck yeah. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, okay, I guess I'll say, like, you know, one thing that, like, it's not, like, perfect is that, like, my relationship with my family is not very, like, existent. Yes. yes. Um, and that... Is therapy meant to fix that? No. Who's to say? What therapy has helped me with is me realizing within myself that I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And it is not, the the guilt about that is not, it is there, but is not like overpowering. And the, like, it it's just like not something that is like impacting me at all like like day to day day to day yeah just that like i'm okay with where things are right now yeah yeah because i to get mushy i'm getting everything that i mushy. need from you <laughs> in well, terms of family yeah <laughs> i feel that we're getting emotional here on this podcast guys wow i will say therapy brought the pisces out in him man that's the best part, in my opinion. Sure. It milked, it milked those watery tears right out of you, brother. That's tea. <laughs> and he I'm just, drinking it. Yeah. Well, I'm very proud of you, because that's got to be a very, like, I know you stewed on that for, like, a few weeks. Like, we've talked yeah. about this. So, I, I knew it was coming today, but, like, I know that, I know when I eventually have to do that, I'm probably going to be a lot worse off because I'll, I'm already in for five fucking years. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be really weird and difficult. And like, we were, this is something that I did want to talk about before we get into like me and what I've been up to. Yeah. But like, 
you know, it is like ending a relationship and like your therapist got like a little bit emotional saying goodbye to you. Yeah, my therapist, like obviously they were new to the place that I was going to because like they had to replace my therapist that was, that had left. Right. And so I was the first patient that my therapist was seeing at this new That's place wild. where I was going. And now it's been like six months and... She called it a therapeutic relationship, and it's like a thing, and it's extremely confusing where it's like you're seeing this person regularly for once a week, twice a week, biweekly, whatever it is, and, like, your relationship is, like, a one-sided, like, super deep relationship where they're knowing so much about you, and, like, while... It is kind of just like you're like they're impartial to everything and like you can spill all you want and like they're okay with it and everything. It is still like they They have emotions. They have emotions. They're they might not be sharing it. Like she basically like we were talking about and she like thanked me for like acknowledging that she's like human essentially and she has like emotions and that like Mm. it's a really bittersweet moment for her because like she's happy that like she was able to help me. But like it uh is sad because she liked seeing me every week right yeah like even when mine went on leave you know we were talking about it and i jokingly was like i was like in the middle of crying i was like you gonna miss me (laughs) and she was like yeah and i was like oh (laughs) she was like of course like i'm gonna be thinking about you while i'm gone and i'm gonna be hoping that you're doing okay and i'm gonna be like interested in like how you're liking your new bitch and like you know what i've been up to and yeah. she's like and i'll be like looking forward to seeing you again when i come back in june and i was like sick and like this entire time that she's been gone i've been thinking about all the positive things this is how i've been coping i've been thinking about all the positive things that i've been doing and like i'm proud of myself and then i can't wait to be like telling her yeah i know and like it's i am doing it for me and it's not like oh i'm just doing it to like show off to her or anything mm-hmm. but like i know she's gonna be like really excited because it's not just that's like, a testament to how well she has helped me yeah exactly it's it's just weird like in therapy you're not really supposed to like be thinking about like you know what you're saying how it's like affecting like i have therapist. trouble with that but like also we are humans and so you are gonna think about that and it's not wrong i'm v empathetic it's not wrong to like think about those and even ask those questions of your therapist sometimes they'll withhold a lot because they don't want to their emotions to have any impact on what your sessions are or anything but like it's totally normal like the guilt that i felt and i had to eventually like start expressing that to her about like this leave because i was like I kept being like, I don't want to ruin this, like, what should be a happy, exciting time in your life, like, having a baby, but, like, it's impacting me in a negative way, and then I'm like, I feel so fucking selfish, and I'm ruining this, but it's like, she was like, I, it's a hard thing, it's like, I'm still gonna fucking feel that, but it's like, I, it lets me, it lets you know that you're, like, you're, you're human, and that, like, you can feel bad about it, but then they can also, like, reassure you that, like, it's okay that like you're feeling bad about it but like also like there's a lot of reasons why i'm like that though like that's my abandonment issue because i was literally abandoned by my whole family like that's the tea so like you know it's gonna come out like that you know Mm. it felt like a i mean like even though she's coming back and it's also my ptsd like i was like well what if like you know you realize like 
you know, all my anxieties were coming out to play. I was like, well, what if you realize, like, you don't have time to be a therapist anymore, you know what I mean? Or, like, something happens to her, like, giving birth, like, all these things. That's your anxieties from PTSD really jumping out. It's coming out being like, hey, here's all the things that could happen, so in case they do, you're fucking prepared, sweetie. It's trying to protect you from, like, the pain of her being gone. And that's exactly what she fucking said. And then she had to keep reiterating that, like, she has no intention of not fucking coming back. You know what I mean? And it's like... And then, honestly, like to like get to like the pot like a positive resolution that is that like my therapist talks a lot about like how like the best therapy for anxiety is exposure to like the things that are making you anxious and so while this the lead up to your therapist being gone was fucking awful it was horrible but like i think that in the end when it's over it will be overall a beneficial thing for you because it will let your brain know that like this i can pers- handle it this, well that this person can leave and they came back that not everybody's going to abandon you true yeah that is something i didn't think about it that way yeah he's getting the tears <laughs> in his eyes i and I, I, she's already crying like, shut up <laughs> when am i not bitch this is not new um but I wanted That's to... how I felt when you went to San Francisco, though. Because, like, let's be real. Like, yeah. when the fuck does Chris, like, leave me alone for, like, weeks on end? Like, that's... And again, now I've gone twice, and I feel like the second time was a little bit easier. It was hella easy. I was like, this exactly. is sweet. Like, I, I missed you, but I was like, I'm just chilling, getting my shit done. I'm relaxed. It's mm-hmm. peaceful. I wasn't... I, I mean, I'm just like... I, I was just afraid. It was like, you know... I was just, I, I'm very, like, an anxious person. So I was like, oh, my God, like, what if someone breaks in? Or what if, like, the fires start? Or I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, yeah, anything yeah, could yeah. have happened, right? And then nothing happened. And it was fine. And I did even more than I thought I was going to do. And so, I, and I talked to, like, the, it's weird. I'm, like, my I'm calling her, like, my new therapist. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, my interim yeah. chief. And <laughs> she. Not Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> um, but she was just, like, yeah, it's, like, low-key, like, forced exposure therapy yeah (laughs) that's what she said i was like yeah that's what it is true but like now like it's not a big deal like you've had it from both me going to san francisco and from your therapist yeah and then i've also left you before too and it's like it was way like shorter that's, that's different though it's you making the choice to go on those trips and yeah, like, and, I, and I was around people. And, yeah, and you're the one going on them, but this is, like, me leaving. Yeah, we the, the abandonment. Yes. Yeah. The fear. So, you know, like, that was, and it has helped, and, like, now it's not a big deal. And, like, it'll be scarier if, like, you know, there's rumblings of, like, you possibly having to, like, leave the country for, like, a we don't even know how long it would be. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is, like, because I don't have a car, so I'm, like yeah that's a little scary yeah, like yeah. that will not be great but like you know these other trips or whatever like it's fucking fine now and i would have never like thought it would be that fine mm-hmm. until you fucking did it and whatever to just like kind of wrap up what on like my side i wanted to say that like therapy doesn't have like a defined length like you can go for it for as long or as little as like you feel like you really need to yeah and like it was only after like i had a few weeks of like feeling like i don't know if i really need to be here that i really felt like i had like the power to be like i can handle this and i'm better yeah and it doesn't mean that you can never go back again yeah like Like, if you're if you're worried 
Yeah. I mean, like, I know you, like, have her contact or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, like, even <laughs> if, like, you can't see her again, you could see someone. Like, yes. it's not just, like, you're done forever and you going back is, like, also, like, you, um, like, failing and having to go back or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you got different stages in your life, you know? So, I feel like, from my side, it's, like, I feel like it's a, I feel like a good example of, like, you can go to therapy for just, like, a little bit of time um learn some tricks of the trade yeah just learn a little bit more about yourself and you know maybe just ease a little bit of like the anxieties in your life or things like that um and it doesn't have to be like you know you've gone through a extremely traumatic event right how you did what i've learned is that we all go through trauma it's just like some are like smaller there's severities yeah like it's hard to like put like numbers on everybody has their shit everybody has their shit and like it's your brain was trained to react to things in certain ways and it's okay to just even go for just a couple months and talk about it and learn about it and you'll feel better like on the other side of it yeah the end the end wow (laughs) well on my end i i like kind of almost quit but not really like I was seeing, okay, so when I started seeing my new bunch, basically, let's rewind a little bit. When you say new bunch, you're talking about, like, right now. Like right now, my new therapist. Okay, yeah. So, she, like, my, my... You've had three now. Three? Yeah, in yes. Seattle, but, like, only one really stuck. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah. So, like, my, my bunch left in February, right? The one that I've been seeing for five years. That'll be five years in June. Yeah. Um, And... That, like, for a minute, like, really hit me. Like, I was down. Like, not doing well. Like, I was barely working. I know we canceled podcasts because I, like, literally couldn't get out of bed. I don't think I had been that depressed in a long fucking time. Yeah, I mean, like, it honestly started at the end of November, beginning of December, when you found out that this was going to happen. I literally found out, like, a week before we were leaving for New York and yeah. she was like, I hate to, like, fucking tell you, but I want you to have a lot of time to, like, process this. Yeah. But I was, like, already hyper-focused on how nervous I was to go to New York and do, like, the holidays with my family because I knew that was going to be, like, a big emotional, like, craziness. Yeah. Didn't you say, like, you know, I don't have the capacity to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, I literally was like, I can't be thinking about that yet. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it was there. And then mm-hmm. we started discussing it, like, when I got back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and like, then, I feel like the... In- the lead-up anxiety was honestly, like, one of the worst parts of this. And also, you. didn't you go to San Francisco for the first time, like, right after that, too? I went in January, yeah. Yeah, so I was, like, hyper-focused on, like, the New York trip, because that was going to take a lot out of me, but it ended up being, like, amazing. But obviously, like, I was anxious. It was the unknown, you know? And, and I was, then your I was trip. Supposed, I was supposed to go as soon as we got back from New York in December, but then it got bumped to january so i kept being like in the back of my mind like my therapist like is gonna be leaving but like i don't have time to think about that right now because i got all these pressing issues and so then it like really hit me when you got back from that and then she left obviously and then it just like i was just down like not okay barely working like just not doing okay and then that was also another point where like a week or two later i was going to san francisco again yeah he left like in i think she left I think she left like the end of February, like and, and it was like you, the like, first. Went... It was the first like, uh, first day in uh, March that you would have had 
her like you would have therapy that you like stopped like yeah. essentially and then you like immediately like went away again which just like left me alone with like my thoughts but it ended up being fine i'll tell i'll get into the positive in a minute yeah so i was just like really not doing well and then i was supposed to have like my first appointment with my new like interim chief and <laughs> i ended up canceling on her and i told her i was like ah, i'm sick i i feel really bad about it um, I still haven't told her that I actually wasn't sick. I probably will because I know that the guilt of out lying about that will eat me away until I fucking tell her. Um, and again, they won't be mad. I know. I know. She know? she probably knew. Yeah. I was yeah. just like, I wasn't ready to like fucking see her yet. And so mm-hmm. then because at the time we were bi-weekly, which I'm used to going weekly, which like it doesn't sound like that big of a deal. But for me, that weekly appointment was my routine when and i had weekly, a whole routine you don't have to think about it it's like it's that day it's coming you're going bi-weekly you have to like think about like am i going? do i have that yeah is it not like what is my week like this week What's yeah like and then like week? it would be like on days where i wouldn't have it where normally i would it was like i was being really it was just it was a lot so it just really fucked with my routine and i'm the kind of person that i've realized the best times that i've been mentally were when I had a very solid routine. And, like, that's why, like, the people that are, like, kind of, like, I just go with the flow and I don't plan things. And I'm, like, I don't even know where my home is. I'm just, like, traveling around. Like, all of that. Like, that all sounds so ideal. I literally would go nuts because I need, like, stability because I never had stability as a child. And then high school, I felt like I did have stability because I had, like, a set time that I would, like, do everything, you know? And then college fucked me up because college was like, because it's like you have a new schedule every semester and then your like whole routine shifts. And then also every day of the week, your routine shifts. Yeah. So it's like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you're doing one thing. And then Tuesday, Wednesday or Tuesday, Thursday, you're doing another thing. And then also like work schedule and all these things. And I just realized that like I need stability, like a nine to five probably would suit me because like i've it thought would, about that, that i have one. thought about that too that's why i was trying to get like a part-time job and like a just, nine to five also maybe like just having somebody else like um, a boss a boss essentially that like kind of is guiding you on like what like you need to do it's not even really about that and i've gotten better about like my work-life balance working for myself now yeah but i definitely never had that before like the past like year honestly mm-hmm. <laughs> um so <laughs> Basically, like, we were bi-weekly, and I, I even went in, and I was like, yo, like, I don't... Or I called her, and I, like, I told her I was, like... Because I had been stewing about it for, like, a month. Because at that point, it had been, like, three weeks since I had seen her because I, like, missed an appointment and the bi-weekly thing. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to, like, call her and just tell her that, like, I think I could handle it. Because at that point, I was doing a lot better, and I'll get into, like, how I've been coping with, like, all of this. And, you know, I talked to her, and she was like, okay, like that's totally valid like whatever um do you think it has to do with the bi-weekly thing because my other patient that i was seeing on the off week that i wasn't going like no longer seeing her and so at that time i could have her fucking weekly yeah. and then she was like i'll give you like the weekend to like think about that but like call me on monday so i could fill that with someone else if like i am yeah, not yeah, yeah. and then i like thought about it and i was like all right i'm gonna give that a try because there's no point in like not attempting it again mm-hmm. you know and so i've been seeing her now weekly and like i think I'm just going to keep doing that until my other bitch comes back. Um, But so that's helping my routine. But I've also within myself created a new routine because I was so desperate for one because like my whole like her leaving just really shook my whole like world, honestly. Yeah. And 
sometimes I feel really like insecure about that, but whatever, man. Like, it's just your truth about where you are right now. Yeah, yeah like that's, that's just, fine. I mean, whatever. Like people have things that comfort them and in mine is a routine. So I was like, okay, I need something to control, to be honest. To be honest. To be honest. <laughs> I was going to say TBH, but like, it you just, just didn't kind come of out. like, I'm going to say the whole word instead. So yeah. I was like, I need something to control. What the fuck can I control? And so I started with having alarms because like I was kind of like, the way that I would wake up, it's like sometimes I would get up with Chris. He pretty much gets up at the same time, like all the time. Yeah. Sometimes I get up with you. Sometimes I'd sleep in. Some, you know, my, I have I have a really hard time falling asleep. You know, I was just kind of like whatever. And every day I was waking up at a different time. And obviously, like when you're depressed, your sleep cycle is really fucked up. So I was like dealing with that. And I was like, something that'll help is if I literally get up at the same time every fucking day. So I've been doing that. And that's been helping. And then, and like, I, there are certain days where I don't stick to that, but like m- most of the time I've been sticking to it. Mm-hmm. And so I have like alarms that go off at the same time every day. You and don't then, have to be perfect at everything. No. You know? Like you have the intention. I think that has been what's been helping me this, like these last like, couple months because I've had like intentions of doing things, but I've been giving myself a little bit of like leeway. Yeah. Because I I don't want to be so hard on myself because I feel like as soon as I like don't do something, then it's like, oh, you failed, bitch. And then you don't do anything else again because you're <laughs> yeah. like, well, you fucking can't. So my goal within myself was to wake up at like the same time every day, pretty much. And then my other goal was to go down to the gym that we have in our building. And I we've been living in this building now for we moved in 2015. Yeah. In like February. So however long that's been. Yeah. I don't feel like doing math. <laughs> and before I started this, I've probably been in there like twice. It like intimidated the fuck out of me. It required me to leave my apartment, which when my anxiety was like really, really bad, which I've gotten so much better. Like I was like borderline agoraphobic. Like we've talked about that in therapy. Like I had a very hard time feeling safe leaving the apartment. Mm-hmm. And everything had to be like right, had to be the right circumstance. I am so, I can't even express to you how how much better I am about that. Like, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I can't even believe the like leaps I've bounded or whatever. So my goal was like, what if I just like make a workout routine? Like, I don't know why. Like, honestly, I don't know where this idea came from, but I was like, okay, what if that's like the thing I control? I like just go down to the gym and do something for like 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever. Yeah. And do that on the weekdays because I knew that our gym would be like empty as fuck during the week in the Perks afternoon. Of working from home Hell at your yeah. apartment. And so this sounds, my therapist, my like, my legit one, I feel it's so weird how yeah, to differentiate. I, we understand. I'm trying what not you to mean. say names. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, I know she would be shook if she knew what I was doing because she knows how, like, intimidated i was by that yeah and so i like made that my goal and i was like i'm gonna try to go even if i make it one day out of the week i have triumphed because that's more than i did in like four years Mm -hmm. so go off so i started going and i have like totally surprised myself and like this has nothing to do with like weight loss and like aesthetics literally this is all about control yeah (laughs) having a routine and like also i'm 27 and i'm like at some point i feel like i should have like a physical activity routine especially because i live in seattle and like most of the year is not like 
get outside and run around weather. Yeah. Like in the summer, I'm like hella active and I feel really good about myself. But then like in the rest of the year, I'm like, oh my God, I've been inside. Like, uh. it's like, of course it's fucking raining, bitch. And it's like dark Mm -hmm. and I don't feel comfortable running around this city by myself. So like, of course, like this is a good way to like do that. Right. So I was like, that's going to make me feel better. Endorphins make you happy and happy people don't kill their husbands and all this shit. So I was like, (laughs) all right, I'm going to fucking pull a Blake Lively and the sister of the traveling pants and I'm going to fucking do this shit. And I started going and like there were weeks where I like went once weeks where I went twice, but lately I've been going like three to four times a week and I've been doing that for over a month now. And that sounds like not a lot to most people, but like that's like the most I've ever stuck with it. I know. Like I've just been so proud of you over these weeks. And I'm getting my work done again, which is great. Like, like, I'm also motivated to get other things done. It's been really great seeing, like, this, like, new determination, motivation that I've seen come out of you, like, after those first few weeks of, like, being really, really down and depressed. He was, like, fucking scared. Let's be real. Yeah, so... And some scary shit did happen. I won't get into it, but, like, I'm doing so much better now so then like for me it's just like it's so night and day to see like where you are right now and like while again like you know you have these goals and maybe you don't go every day and maybe one day of the week you sleep in a little bit but it's totally fine like being more like forgiving with myself is helpful as fuck before you weren't going to the gym at all and before you your sleeping schedule was so off and like there there was no control over it of it so like even just having some of that like is fantastic it's amazing yeah so i've been very excited and very motivated i feel like i talked about this on twitter but like in the past especially with like exercise and stuff like I'll know, I know a lot of this does stem from, like, the way that I was abused emotionally about the way that my body looked. And that's both from my, you know, parents and family and also, like, I had bullies. And then, of course, yeah. like, the internet also yes. added to that. It was like I replaced their they voices. compounded, yeah. It's just like, holy fuck. Like, there was just so many opinions about my body all the time. And it was never my own opinion. And I, I sometimes I'm like, do I even have an opinion about my body? Or is it just what everyone else's thought combined you know what i mean and that's why like this the motivator for this being not at all related to my body is probably why i'm being successful with it and like everybody always says that shit they're like you just gotta like not make it about like your weight and i'm like that's fucking impossible like you're always gonna be thinking about that right Mm -hmm. and for once i'm like oh i fucking get that like i I made it about something else and now look how like successful i've been and like yes i'm probably like Maybe I'm calling it a little bit too quickly because I've only been at it for like a little over a month. But like, I don't know. I besides like obviously I'm not gonna be going to the gym when we're in bed, but we're gonna be fucking. Hiking. We're gonna be doing a lot of so I don't even activity care. stuff. Yeah. And then like I have all of May to keep my routine, and then you know I'm gonna have like you know Hannah's gonna be in in June, but and we're doing more physical. It's gonna be all hiking things. again. Yeah. So it's like whatever. Um, but I'm like I also. You know how people are like, oh my god, like I look forward to the gym. Like I fucking love it. It just it's like my favorite part of the day. I'm never gonna be that bitch. And it's totally fine if you are. Like if that's your jam, like I'm that's great. Jealous but... if you are that bitch. Yeah. And the people that like go really early in the morning, no matter how many people are there, and 
Um, they do it like and then they go to work and like they you know all those things like I like that I'm I love the time of day that I'm going I get slid yeah um I'm I don't know like while I'm in there I'm like am I loving it no but I found something that works for me watching tv while doing it who knew I always was like a music bitch then like a podcast bitch but then my eyes are on that screen on whatever machine I'm using you know if I'm using a machine with a screen Technology. or if I'm not regardless <laughs> I need like because then you're just looking at, like, how much time you've been doing it, how much time is there's left. There's a clock or something there. Yeah, there's a timer, like, how many miles you're doing or whatever. And it's like, oh, my God. Then it, then it starts to feel like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. So now I literally, like, will get connected to the Wi-Fi and just binge watch a show that I've never seen before. That's what helps. And... Has to be something super engaging. Engaging, like- but also not something that I'm, like... I need like a bigger screen for. Yeah, so, like, there's some comedy sh- there's, has been helpful. Yeah, there's some shows where it's like I need like full 1,000 percent attention on a big screen for this, and then there's other shows it's like I can watch this and be engrossed in it, but it's not like that level. So I did first. I did Shrill, then I did Good Girls, and I'll be honest, I did a lot of Good Girls even when I was working too, because I would be like I was so invested in it yeah. that I like stopped watching it only in the gym, <laughs> and so I felt really bad because then like the one day I was at the gym. And I like had I didn't realize I was on that last episode that was available, and I was like fuck. And then I like I had like fifteen minutes left in my routine, and I was like, what am I gonna fucking do? Like listen to a podcast? Like what? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I just like wasn't enough. And now I'm doing Shit's Creek because everyone's like just fucking watch Shit's Creek, and I'm liking it. So that's cool. You've been giggling. I've been giggling. Yeah, a little bit of giggling. Yes. Um, but. I don't know like it fucking stuck man and I've never felt so fucking motivated to like do something in my life and the and like another thing and I know I talked about this a little bit too on like social media somewhere is that like apart from talking about it right here and like my little Twitter thread that I went on the other day I'm not planning on like talking about this online and there's like a few reasons for that. So probably, are you saying, like, after this moment, you're yeah. going to talk about it on Unless, like, something like, crazy yeah, happens, yeah. you know? Because, like, I, I, my reasons for that are, like, sometimes when I see other people, and, like, that's what I'm hoping that I don't give off with this podcast, too. Like, I hope there's, like, people out there that aren't, that are listening to this, and I hope that you're not, like, oh, my God, like, this is almost making you feel guilty if you're not working out right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yes. I feel that all the time when I see people being like, oh my God, I got a personal trainer or, oh, like I've been like really working out. Here's my before and after pictures. And then you like know that you haven't been working out. And then you're like, oh my God, like I'm a fucking piece of shit. Like you get in your head about it. Mm-hmm. That is not at all. Like I don't give a fuck what y'all are doing. Just do your life. I don't care. This is only about me and I don't want to share it like all the time because I don't want to make anyone else feel the way that I know I feel when I see that kind of shit too. It's, you know what I mean? And so that's part of it too. And another part of it is like, there's like this weird thing that I have to like get over and I know YouTube had a big role in it because like I, YouTube blurred the lines of like my life being for me or for entertainment yeah you know no, it's really like you said the other day like your life became a commodity it's weird yeah and that sounds really like uh, you know what i mean yeah no but, but it's in mentally like it does stuff. it blurs it so it felt like if i didn't post about it it didn't happen and i remember like there would be times where like I remember like when Lila was like, when we were dealing with all that shit with Lila and we canceled a podcast and we had someone that like accused us of like lying about that because I didn't Snapchat about it or something. And they literally said that they were like, Rachel didn't talk about it on Snapchat. And so that was like, oh, so that didn't happen. And now I literally don't even have a Snapchat. Yeah. But like, 
it's just like little things like that where you're like, oh yeah, like it's like you just get in your mind about it where you're like, if I don't post about it, then it didn't exist. And there's so many aspects of my life now that I do not share, even on this podcast where I'm like the most vulnerable and open about stuff. And part of it is like, I remember like anytime I would start doing workout, like I'd start doing yoga and then I would like post to Instagram, like a yoga mat picture, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? To be like, to prove to other people that I was doing it. Therefore it was like, it's happening. Yeah, You did it. So I, I posted that like one of the first times or like maybe like a week into me doing this on Instagram. And then I like thought about it. I was like, ew, I'm going to like feel like pressured and it's only me pressuring. Like, no one else is pressuring me, by the way. This is all internal. But, but like, it's just I'm, the years of that exposure and being on YouTube kind of that's, like, yeah. cemented that in your head. I was like, ew. Like, I'm going to do that just because I want people to know that I'm doing this thing. And, like, I'm, like, almost, like, at that point making it not about me and making it about other people. And I was like, that is fucking gross. Stop. And so then I made another post. I was like, you know what? This is going to be the last time I take a little, like, ooh, at the gym pick because you know what? This is for me and not to share and not that I'm like hiding it and not that I'm like, oh, now they can't hold me accountable. I don't need anyone to hold me accountable. I need me to hold me accountable. And I have been and I've yeah. been like, doing it. And it's nuts. Like, who knew I could be like self-reliant, <laughs> which sounds so stupid. But like when for a you went through what I like, went through, yeah. you couldn't rely on yourself because all of my control was stripped away from me. You don't understand. So it's like. This is so powerful for me right now. Like, I feel so empowered that I'm, like, taking control over my life and has no other influence. Like, sometimes I used to, like, only go if, like, Chris could go with me. And it was, like, I had to work around your schedule. And it was about, like, you because I felt like I couldn't do it alone. Or, like, when we were in college, I'd work around my friends going. And it's, like, for once... It's just me and I'm still motivating myself, which is crazy. So that routine has made me get the fuck out of bed, get fucking dressed and leave my apartment pretty much. I used to leave my apartment on a good week, maybe three, twice, three times. And that would be like, she did that. She went to Walgreens. She fucking saw her friends if they were available and she went to therapy. It was like not a lot. Now I'm like leaving the apartment like almost every day what yeah i don't and even if it is just to go downstairs or go to the post office or whatever like that is a huge victory for my ass so i am doing very good there is so many fucking arm hand motions going on over here guys she's waving all around i don't know i've just been very (laughs) proud of myself and so i really am gonna table it here though like i don't want to be like now i'm that bitch that's like constantly talking about this shit Mm -hmm. and i'm sorry about whatever motorcycle just like there was something did that but i don't know it's just been weird and i uh you know feel a lot better about things and i'm getting shit done and like i was feeling really guilty because i i said this too i was like you know i my store like my shop rwd i was really just working on my zodiac stuff because those are things i have to release like monthly and then also my monthly subscription that everyone's already paid for so obviously i have to give them the product duh and i wasn't doing much outside of that because i had like literally no energy i I was doing so bad and now now that i have like my routine back and i'm like alive again god bless i'm like okay 
I'm making new things already. And, mm-hmm. like, I have, like, a lot of things planned before, like, my anniversary in June. That's my goal is to get some new things, like, ready for that. Yeah. And then, obviously, like, my Pride Month stuff. Um, so, it's, like, I don't know. Things are just... Uh... If you've noticed... <laughs> Like, I felt bad. Like, I, I felt like I needed to address that almost. Like, if you noticed that, like, I wasn't putting out as much, like, new content, that was why. Because yeah. I literally was, my content was my bed for a while there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now I'm out of the bed. The bitch is back. She's back. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just going to be weird. And then I'm going to, like, pop in and see my therapist in June. And she's going to be like, so, how you doing? And I'm going to be like, bitch sit down <laughs> can you fucking believe what i've been up to i wow. don't know i'm very proud of you and with that long ass segment yeah very long segment um that's probably a good point to take a nice break yeah we'll be back with quizzes and questions probably just questions i don't know if we have time for a quiz yeah today. probably we've not. done a lot yeah Today's episode of Coffee with Crachel is brought to you by Myro. Um, this podcast might stink, but the hosts don't. <laughs> <laughs> and that's thanks to Myro. Myro is making deodorant better. Myro delivers obsession-worthy, naturally effective deodorant that looks as good as it smells. They make their natural deodorant with a custom blend of essential oils to release over time to keep you fresh, and also with barley powder to keep you dry. Their formula is hardworking, long-lasting, non-toxic, and has 0% aluminum, parabens, and all of their ingredients are clinically tested for safety and efficacy. So essentially, here's how it works. You get to choose a scent and the color of the case that it comes in, and then you get a refresh every three months delivered straight to your door, conveniently timed for when you're about to run out. And then you can switch scents, pause, and stop at any time that you want. And so obviously that means that the case is refillable, which is better for the environment, and also they're really cute. I don't know. We all love a good packaging. Yeah. So uh, when we got to try this out, we got a couple of different scents, but... The one that we have continually loved the most is cabin number five. It's a nice little uh, Classic mountain house, woody smell. Like, do you expect anything else from us? It's really great. I we have it. like the exact same taste when it comes to fragrance. So. And it came in like a nice mint green uh, little canister. So I really enjoy that too. It's just a vibe overall. Yeah. So if you'd like to get 50% off your first order and get started today for just $5, visit mymyro.com slash CWC and use code CWC at checkout. Again, to get 50% off your first order and get started for just $5, go to mymyro.com slash CWC and use code CWC. Today's podcast is also brought to you by audible.com. Audible.com, <laughs> if you've never heard of it, is a place to get all of your audiobook needs. They have a wide selection to choose from, and if there's an audiobook for the book that you're interested in, it's going to be on Audible. So you can get a free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash CWC. Yeah, you'll get a free trial and one free audiobook. So that's, once again, audibletrial.com slash CWC. All right, we're skipping the quiz, going straight to the questions from patreon.com slash coffeewithcreatural. We'll do that quiz that I picked out next week, because it was a longer one. I didn't realize how long we were going to fucking... Once talk, just can't shut you up, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, the truth comes out, it's true. Okay, this question is from Allison who said, Hey, benches, I have depression and anxiety and OCD, and all have forced me to quit several jobs or get fired from them because I couldn't work. I basically would go down a thought spiral telling myself I can't work. Also, many jobs for the past three to four years have either been jobs I hated or jobs beneath my skill level. Here's the good news. I just have been hired full-time in a dream job. 
I'm both excited and terrified. I don't want to ruin this. I know Chris has moved jobs and I was just wondering about tips to do well, to want to go to work, to discipline yourself, and to basically not fuck this up. Thank you. I feel like you could also put input on this as like, you know, going to your own work and like, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I quit a lot of the jobs that were managed by other people when I like left YouTube and I was working like freelance contract work or whatever. I Um, well... It is rough, like... Yeah. And I would say, like, the first thing is to... Like, the the mindset of, like, I don't want to ruin this. Like, I totally get that. Because, like, you, you, you know, you feel like you are, like, ruining, like, a, a happy opportunity for yourself. Like, I can't tell you how many times, like, my anxiety, I quote-unquote ruined an opportunity that would have been, like, cool or whatever. But you have to, like, think about it, like, you're just trying to take care of yourself and, like... I don't know. I try not to be as like hard on yourself. If that like makes sense. I want you to do well too. And I don't want you to like, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't want you to miss an opportunity either, but like try if it's possible at all to like be a little bit easier and kinder to yourself in your thoughts, you know, about like what you are capable of or ready for or whatever. In terms of like this dream job, like, yeah, we're different people, and I have not experienced, like, OCD or depression, but, like, the the power of having a job that you actually like is so crazy. Like, it's wild. How, and that's both us right now. Yeah, because, like, a part of the reason why last year was also just, like, a harder year for me and my anxiety was because I didn't like my job. My job, while... It was paying the bills and stuff. Like, it was just not something that I was enjoying at all. It was stressful. I knew that, like, when I got this job at Twitch that I would enjoy it because it's Twitch. And, like, it's just an environment that is way more suited to what I'm interested in. Yeah. But I did not anticipate just how much, like, being in a job about something that I am super invested in and like super passionate about how much that pulls me to go in every day. I'm excited to go to work every day. And that's cause this is my dream job. Yeah. You know? And so if what you're saying that you got your dream job, you'll, I think you'll honestly be shocked at how much it's just like, it draws you in and it's like, you want to go that whole thing of like, do what you love. Like, is and then you work and you never work a day in your life yeah that's, that's not true but I'm, I'm fucking working every day but like i'm doing what i love and that is just it's so powerful like to just get you to want to go yeah yeah but i wish you the best of luck and congratulations yes. on getting this job because it seems like something you're very excited about and that's fucking awesome in itself mm-hmm. all right we, now we got a nice fuck mary kill second movie tom riddle Sixth movie, Tom Riddle or Voldemort. Is sixth movie Tom Riddle like? Sixth movie Tom Riddle is the guy from Fear the Walking Dead. Gotcha. You remember, in the very green okay, room, where he's like Horcrux. That yeah, guy, yeah, Horcrux. Horcrux. Yeah. Second movie. Second movie is him writing "I Am Lord Voldemort." His memory. Right, right, right. Okay. Um. Kill Voldemort, Voldemort. Kill real final evolution Voldemort. No nos. Okay. Um fuck the sixth movie, marry the second. 
If I had to say so, it's this probably... is also deeply disturbing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'd probably go the same way. Really? Um, yeah. You know. I would only be able to fuck him though if he just kept saying "walk rocks," Hawk just rocks. like that. <laughs> That's actually my safe word. I'm just kidding. Um, the next question is: I know you're a lemon binge, but do you fuck with a hint of lime tortilla chip? And actually, I do. <laughs> it might be actually, controversial, shocking, but I do. <laughs> I'm actually a citrus sweetie, if you will. Oh my god! So. Yes, I absolutely do. I would eat them plain, honestly. Next one is, do you still feel that Kate from This Is Us is still limited by her character, in her character, by her weight? No. Yeah. I think they've they've Evolved. rectified that. Yes. Like, sometimes like a little bit. it did become, like, a hindrance that, like, she was, her pregnancy, like, was affected by her weight. But, like, I feel like. I think as we've delved deeper with her relationship with her mom. Yeah. And then just like the grief and, and guilt yeah. about what happened with her dad and everything and yeah and like the way that she handled like toby you know being taken off his meds or i forget like he just didn't have access to his meds for a minute yeah, or she yeah. you know he stopped, taking, he stopped them, taking them right because they were trying to get pregnant right yeah. i couldn't remember um yeah i think they've they've done a lot better with all of that actually yeah. i think all of the kids have gotten and even the parents have gotten a they're fucking crazy on that show. That show is still just like one of the best. I think what they did with uh um Randall and Beth. Yeah, with Randall like and how Randall Randall's like the Dumbledore where it's like he was like so great but then like you see like we learned a lot of his You're flaws. learning his flaws yeah. right now. It doesn't mean he's not great. It's just like I like that they're what I loved, I know this is not about Kate, but what I loved was like the Randall and Beth relationship was always held like from the beginning of the show as like this is the goal like th- they are so in love like they're the fucking best relationship right mm-hmm. and then this season they delved into all of their issues and problems and it sh- and then they persevered and they got through it and then you see in the future spoilers that they're doing okay and that they're still together and there was a minute there where you weren't sure if that was going to happen and i think it's like such a smart thing to do with tv because it's very rare that you always see like these idealized couples like that and i feel like even with us like oh my god like the messages that we get sometimes about like our relationship and how people like think it's fucking perfect because we've been together for like x amount of years and the way that we communicate blah 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 like we have fucking issues there were times where we almost broke up we had to get through really hard periods and really rough patches but like it's just working on the things and like owning up our problems and like getting through shit and that's we agreed we weren't gonna say this online we're perfect (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're gonna get the facade but like it's just i i don't know i think that's a really important messaging to get out there wow sing song just had i also spit all over this mic and i'm so sorry about it you freaking better be um if washington started experiencing pennsylvania slash new jersey level potholes would you stay absolutely yeah i don't drive (laughs) yeah i mean um they're they're not great but i can live with i'll take it over a lot of other things if squeezy and lila were birds what kind of bird would they be okay squeezy is 100 percent a golden eagle yes look it up Lila is one of those tit birds that's like a real like chubby like round boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's yes. really that. Um, I just remembered Crackle Nail Polish. What's your favorite cringy trend from the early 2010s? That is amazing because someone else tweeted that the other day and I remembered caviar manicures, which was like yeah. you paint your nails and then you dip them in all those like little tiny plastic beads, which like really glad we're not doing Microplastic. that Microplastic. Woo! Yeah. Remember, it was like ciate, I think. And then they also yeah. have like the suede one where you like dipped your nails into like a weird fuzzy stuff. Yes. Yeah. There were a lot of... W- nails were fucking wild in the 2010s and now nobody like get well i guess they are still kind of wild i see a lot of like wild like acrylic manicures and stuff but like diying nail art was fucking wild in the 2010s yes yes but i'm trying to think of like another like weird trend that we can like both relate to but really it was just like those fish egg nail polish things (laughs) that was fucking wild I mean, you know, popping out the lenses of real 3D glasses so you can have hipster glasses. That was the time. The word hipster. Yeah, the word. And like the fashion that surrounded that. Yes, that all, thank God that died. I think we've like evolved that now to like whatever someone that brews their own IPA is wearing. That's the new hipster, but no one calls it that. Because that word lost its meaning, I yes, guess. Yes, I don't know when it lost it, but I'm glad we never found it again. Yeah. Also, I would say our like obsession with like mustache accessories and uh, tattoos yeah. was a weird time for all involved. And then I think the last question we're going to answer for today is what would the chunks pack in their lunchboxes? I think that is a very cute question. And it really lets us dive deep into their minds. Oh, um, Squeezy's got spare batteries, so that way he can keep powering his cat exosuit. Well, he would have, like, a really, like, lit setup. Like, he would have, like, a bento box with, like, all, like, the innovative technology that, like, keeps your food really cold or really hot or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, he'd have, like, the most state-of-the-art You know, he has that one fucking ember mug that keeps your coffee warm for, like, hours on end. Yeah. Like, he was the originator of, like, the Hydro Flask. (laughs) He loves cold freshums, which is what we call his cold fresh water. So, (laughs) you know he would have a Hydro Flask. Cold freshums. Oh, I love him. (laughs) I know. Um, And what he would be eating would be, like, like lean proteins. <laughs> and like I mean we give him a, a green pea and duck food so like he he just like fancy lean. like lean proteins and like healthy like you think he'd have like a pate or like I don't know. No. But he would also have salt and vinegar chips on the side because yes, that's his of favorite course. food. Yeah, he's like sneaks them out of a bag like on the side. Like he doesn't want to look like he's having some bad, but Now, I have a controversial opinion, but I feel like Lila is a buy lunch kind of girl. Yeah. Like the kind of girl that like is like on the go, you know what I mean? Like okay. forgets to pack a lunch, so she's always like a buy lunch kind of bitch and she gets like the pizza at the cafeteria. That's how I feel about her, but if she were to pack a lunch, she'd be like an uncrustable <laughs> like a, muddy buddies but yeah like bag of muddy buddies fucking dunkaroos a lot of prepackaged food though so i don't think she would be a homemade bonch like i think no. she would have like the junk yeah, food she's she's one of those yeah fruit by the foot so she could play with the wrapper yeah yeah she would totally be like at millersville the uncrustables they had in like the little convenience store uh, the, shit yeah were like frozen so she'd be the one that's like totally all over those where it's just like this hard puck of peanut butter and jelly inside puck. of this weird bread uh she would also <laughs> she is kind of weird bread <laughs> you know those juices that are like in a barrel 
like the plastic barrel and it's filled with juice. Oh, hugs. Yes. That's her. Oh, it's called hugs. Yeah. That's her. I only know that so well because there was, um, I feel like I've said this before, but uh, Halloween, there was a house in my neighborhood that always gave those out every year. Oh, right. You gotta get hydrated. Yeah, it was a nice hydration, like, halfway through, even though it's all fucking sugar. (laughs) Yo, I want one. Yeah. Like, if I had to choose between a soda or, like, the Kool-Aid thing where you rip off the tab and you sucker drop. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'd fuck that up. That (laughs) was too much. Anyway. That's the end of this. Then where are we gonna fucking go? I was, I honestly was just about to go into like an entire segment about a weird shower thought I had the other day about um, how, you know how like in our timeline, like in the 90s, like we were all drinking like weird, like sugary, like Kool-Aid fucking like weird ass drinks. Yeah. And like it's documented in like nostalgic shows that talk about like what the trends were for like the 90s. And then I think the... And, like, you know, there's other ones from, like, the 80s. Like, they did this weird shit. Ours, for right now, is going to be LaCroix and those stupid cans. I swear to God. Like, we're going to be reading about that in, like, history books and be like, and then in the the late 2010s, Americans were on a health craze where they started eliminating sugar from their diet and went to more popularized drinks such as LaCroix. I swear to God, we're going to see that. And I am leading the fucking charge. Oh, (laughs) I'm 70% LaCroix at this point. <laughs> I'm, I'm just full of bubbles. Anyway. Okay. Let's thanks get for out listening. Of here. Bye. We'll see you guys later. All right. We had a very emotional podcast this week, so we had the idea of doing the benches as emotions. Wow. Let us know if our show makes you feel this way. Or if this is just your state. Okay. Like if you're in that one Pixar movie. Oh. What was that? Inside Out. Inside Out, yes. It just took me. We should watch that again. I've only seen it once. What was the name of the guy that died? Stop! I don't want to bring him up. (laughs) All right, we're starting off with Courtney, who is content. Not me, after hearing what Chris just said. Sarah Booth is bored. M. Corbeil is confused. Angelica Feliz is fearful. Serena is satisfied. This honestly is fucked up if this is how people think, because honestly, I don't blame you. Gabby Kreutzen is giddy. Maddie Davis is mad. <laughs> Amy Fowler is feeling adoration. Julia Shermer is joyful. Sarah and Paul are satisfied. Allie Chandler is cheerful. Jess Monocle is motivated. Taylor Sutton is feeling tenderness. <laughs> Amy Ray is feeling amused. Joanna Tartaglini is fucking testy. <laughs> Lauren Niaz is feeling lucky. Kim Vandersleuth is feeling sympathetic. Kimberly Proza is feeling preoccupied. Teague Phillips is feisty. Brooke Renee is relaxed. Savannah Pelissier is proud. Chantal Piat is pleased. Grandma's a grump. <laughs> Sophie R. Millo is sour. Chelsea Grundy is challenged. Michelle Cox is compassionate. Rebecca Mack is relieved. Gwen Stowe is stirred. Kat Schultz is sheepish. Jesse Gonzalez is feeling some gusto. Which honestly is one of my favorite words. Uh, Jess Adams is ambivalent. <laughs> Daisy Blossom Dottie is delighted. Sonia Vazbrun is brave. Juanita Cara is carefree. Liz Hallbrook is hopeful. Chloe Ireland is comfortable. Caitlin Whalen's feeling that wonder. Vlynn is vengeful. And Mackenzie Knight is melancholy. I'm very sorry. Uh, the rest of y'all are... Hmm. We did use Zesty, didn't we? Shit. No. We didn't? No. Why did I think the we... Feelings oh, that- Testy. Y'all are zesty. All right. Because that's another good way to feel. We've got Elizabeth Hensley. Kalia Pollock. 
Alexa. Ishbel Mendez. And Ali Malone. Thank y'all so much for uh, feeling. Feeling. <laughs> That's a good one. She started talking the echo. When? Just now. She said something. She did? Yeah. I didn't hear anything. You didn't hear that? No. You, you, didn't, you didn't whisper. That's a thing. That's a thing we do. It's I know, a joke. but she like knows when we whisper now, and she whispers back. She's learning. Stop. Um, we hope you guys have a great week, and we'll see you next week with another podcast. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. What else were you expecting? <laughs>